Salam salam and welcome back to Bunarbrek Amharic. Today we'll give grammar and technicalities a break to have a look at some of the unique phrases or expressions in Amharic that have no translation in English and which give the language so much character. While I learned some of these just by listening and understanding context, many were actually new to me when I started this episode. Now that I know them though, I can't stop hearing them used everywhere. A big thank you to Adam for his crucial help on this one, as without his guidance I'd be lost. As with much of Amharic, if I'm being honest. I hope this episode helps to make you feel more at home with colloquial Amharic. Let's jump right in. There are many terms of endearment in Amharic. Most commonly, these are made by adding on the personal possessive preposition or ending to a common word. Hode means my love, but is literally my stomach. As Adam explains, it's because food is the most important thing in Ethiopian's life and love is best expressed through filling the stomach. Mare, literally my honey, fikare, my love, wude, my dear, angete, my intestine, refers to my innermost being, yenegeta, literally my lord, used only for men, yenekonjo, literally my beautiful, yeneambesa, my lion, used usually for men, hewete, my life, Adding the possessive ye at the end of someone's name also expresses endearment. Adam ye, Luana ye, Ermi ye, etc. There are also several words for praise in Amharic. Gobes, Jegana, Ambesa, Wendenech or Wendenech are some of these. They're used to say good job to praise an achievement but can also be encouragement like you've got this or come on when someone is doing well. The most common of these expressions is gobes, which if you're a Ferengi, you're likely to hear often if you say two halfway decent sentences in Amharic. It can also be used to describe someone who is smart or clever. Other words of praise include jegana, ambesa, and wendenech or wendenish. This last literally means you are a man and can be used as a compliment either for men or women when they've achieved something difficult. Goes to show some of the emphasis on male strength in the culture. Eski, wendenech or eskiwindanish, can also be used as a dare or a challenge, as if saying, prove it, let's see if you're a man, often in an attempt to intimidate or deter the other person from an action. In regular dialogue, there are also words that serve well as a response in many situations. Eshi is the most common. It is a versatile and very useful word, meaning, sure, okay, of course, all right, why not, etc. Abeit, or weye, People use it when you call their name, both mean yes, but weye is used in a more endearing manner. Ermi, weye, honey, abeit. Eko is used when one wants to emphasize another person's remark. It could mean right or that's what I'm saying. Migbu aitafetam neber, eko negeresh neber. It can also be used to place emphasis on your own sentence in the spirit of of course. Engedich. Oh well, or okay then. It's often used when partially accepting someone's statement. Ingedich menidarek. Ah, okay then, what's to be done? Well, ingedich is one Englishized adaptation of the term, famously used by the Ethiopian runner Haile Gebre Selassie. Well, ingedich. Belu ingedich is used when exiting a group conversation and wanting to say goodbye, i.e., belu ingedich, ciao, okay then, bye. There are also quite a few emotive responses in Amharic. Aizoch, Aizosh. 
This phrase is the most commonly used, as you may have already noticed from past episodes. It can mean, it's okay, it's going to be okay, take heart, or don't worry, depending on the situation. It's used to comfort others whether they're hurting emotionally or they're physically tired or struggling in some way. It can also be used to express empathy, meaning, I feel you or I'm with you. Berta, berci is similar to aizoch, aizosh, though it's more of an explicit encouragement to go on to be strong. You'd say it to someone whose work you admire and would like to encourage them to continue. Innen is often used to empathize with a person who is hurting emotionally or physically. In this sense, it means, may the pain be on me instead of you. Parents will often use this with their children. It can also be a way of apologizing if you accidentally hurt someone, crash into them, trip them, drop something on them, etc. The closest definition here in English would be, it's on me, my fault. I.e., when a toddler falls over and cries, the mother might say, in 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 in. Isse, in quan and gosh. Isse has both positive and negative meanings. It can mean, good for you, or I'm glad this happened, upon hearing positive news like getting engaged or passing an exam. Also see if you can hear Orthodox Christians sing Isse in hymns or women when they yulliolate, meaning they're filled with happiness. Isse In contrast, it can also have a negative connotation. If, for instance, someone wishes you harm, or if someone you don't like gets what you think they have coming to them, an emphatic Isse can mean you deserved it, vengefully celebrating the karma that struck them for their insult. Similar expressions to Isse are inquan and gosh. Gosh is mostly positive, while inquan can be both positive and negative. Similar expressions to the negative isse also include minnabatu, minnabatwa, yetabatu, yetabatwa. These are more strongly negative expressions though, so shouldn't be casually thrown about. Amharic also has some priceless phrases that can be used to express surprise or indignation. Inde, belo, era, weine, tawenji, Arabakesh or Arabaka, good, way good, I good, good ekono, best mom. They don't have any direct or literal meaning in English, and they can vary in intensity and meaning depending on the context. They can be used to react to something strange or out of the ordinary, to unfavorable situations, or simply to express astonishment. Sometimes they're also used to react to sad news, in which case the intonation or emphasis changes. They can also be used in combination with one another for extra emphasis. Some examples of these in context might be when you tell someone the cost of tev has doubled. Arabake, wei good. When someone forgets something at home. Weine, kulferrasau. When you see neighbors fighting each other. Belo, inde, gudekono. Ante and anchi, which we commonly know simply as you prepositions, can also be used as a reaction when said with emphasis. This is usually in response to something the other person has said or done. The reaction comes out as a question. Ante? Anchi? And can be followed by another of the above expressions. Ante? Arabes? Mam? Fillers and expressions. Intin and menamen. Simply put, intin is a placeholder. It's often used in conversation, never in writing, to collect your train of thought. In English, the equivalents could include you know, like, so-and-so, such-and-such, this-and-that, etc. People also say intena to refer to this or that person when they can't remember the name of that person, i.e. intena antaukale, do you know this or that girl? Note also that this word is very similar to intinnich and intinnish, 
which can be used to refer to a man or woman's privates. Just a word of caution to listen out for context and subtleties. Menomen is a similar filler word you're likely to hear tossed about. It can mean etc., thing, like that, like this, etc. Inja or ininja basically means what do I know, but comes with a fair few layers of meaning. It can express ignorance or unawareness, but it can also be used as a way of avoiding responsibility, as an excuse or to indicate a lack of interest along the lines of what do I care? More politely, you can say ininja or just avoid using the word with elders. Religious and cultural expressions. Ethiopia remains a very religious country to this day, and many elements from the religion also make up the culture and influence the language. Listen to a few cultural and religious expressions. Inibla means let's eat. If you were eating and someone else walked in, you say inibla as an invitation for them to join. It's etiquette to say this in Ethiopian culture. You can answer by saying yetebarake yehun, meaning may it be blessed. Imarech, imarish, or ideg idegi is said when someone sneezes. Imarech, imarish is used mostly for adults and its literal meaning is may God forgive you or have mercy on you. Idegi is used mostly for children. It means grow up. It sounds harsh in English, but when you say it in Amharic, you're just wishing for the child to grow in life, love, success, and every other positive wish. The traditional response is Yanurech, Yanurish, meaning may he, God, give you life. Benatech, Benatish, is a way of saying please, used more informally among family and friends. The root word here is Enat, which means mother. So when someone says this, they're pleading with you in the name of your mother. This sounds odd to an English speaker, but you can think of it a bit like saying, please, for the love of God. Similar expressions plead by the name of different saints, evoking them to get at your soft spot or good-heartedness so that you'll do something for the pleader, i.e. Be Mariam, Be Christos, Be Gabriel. Be Mariam and Be Medhanialem can also be used as a reaction of surprise upon receiving good or bad news. Protestants often replace this with the saying, Be Jesusim by the name of Jesus, especially when reacting to bad news. Neur, sometimes pronounced nor, literally refers to something shameful or taboo. Culturally, it is said by someone who is sitting when another person comes to join them. It suggests, shame on me for sitting when you are standing, and implies, come sit. The common response by the one who is about to sit is, begzir, meaning, in the name of God, I implore you to remain seated. Lovely. I hope you've enjoyed this tour de force of Amharic expressions. Before we end for today, I want to switch gears a little bit towards some of the philosophy behind Amharic words and concepts. These are not a hard science and more of an interesting thought exercise, but I think the explanations make quite a lot of sense. Also, for me at least, breaking down the word and understanding where it comes from can help me learn vocabulary. This is just a small sampling that we could come up with. If you come up with more, I'd love to hear from you. Please send me an email at the link in the bio. Gebain means I understand. It comes from the root geba, which means to enter. When you say gebain, you're basically saying it entered me, meaning literally the concept or information has entered my head. Gara gebain means I'm confused, based on the same root geba. You know gara is left. So geragebain literally means it entered me to the left. Ageba is a third term that comes from the same root, but which means to get married. 
literally to bring the other person inside your household. It's conjugated as a regular verb, so I got married, you got married, etc. is agabauch, agabach, agabash, etc. Yisamanyal or tesamany means I feel or felt. It comes from the verb to be heard, tesama. Literally then, feeling something is similar to listening to yourself. Desaleng or desblonyal both mean I am happy. The literal Amharic expression is happiness said to me or has said to me. The one doing the saying is your inner being. Interestingly, this form shifts from the English I am happy which equates your existence with that emotion instead towards the emotion manifesting itself to you. Merereng means to be fed up with or sick of something. It comes from the word merere, to be bitter. In other words, merereng is it is bitter to me, i.e. temirt merereng, school is bitter to me. Essentially, I'm sick and tired of school. Yegulbet sera refers to manual labor. It comes from the word for knee, gulbet, so literally knee work. Think of all the bending required for work in the field, I suppose. Gulbetenya, on a more negative note, refers to someone who uses or believes in their physical strength to achieve their goal, i.e. a bully or a dictator. Kumneger refers to a serious matter or issue. Kumnegerenya is the adjective which describes someone who is a serious or mature person. Literally, the word comes from the verb mekom, to stand, and thing, neger. In other words, a standing thing, kumneger, a serious matter. Irgetenya means to be sure about something. It comes from the verb regete, merget, to put your foot down or to stomp. So to be sure about something is literally to put your foot down on the matter. Airebam refers to something that is useless. It comes from the root reba, to reproduce. Literally, something that does not reproduce is therefore considered useless. Calling someone atrebam is an insult, meaning you're useless. Tesfa gorate means to lose hope. Tesfa is hope and gorate mekoret is the verb to cut. Interestingly then, rather than one simply losing hope or hope disappearing, the Amharic term puts the emphasis on the action. In other words, one is forced to cut one's own hope. Tesfa koretku, then, is literally, I cut my hope. Temereke, memrek, means to graduate, i.e. from high school or university. Another meaning of the word memrek, however, is to be blessed, which goes to show some of the social emphasis placed on education graduation as a blessing. Not to graduate is almemrek, meaning also not to be blessed, which again highlights the social stigma towards the uneducated. And that's all for today. I hope this list of expressions will help you impress people with your use of colloquial language, or at least understand what's going on around you better. We're now also soon approaching the end of season three. Next episode, we'll close out the season with our usual recap and practice exercises. I hope you'll join me and share your feedback, comments, and questions on what we've covered thus far. Milkam kize, and until next week, goodbye.